Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to Like Trees Walking. I'm sorry. We're already having fun. <laughs> it's not fair, but uh, let's welcome you in and then explain why. Um, why we're laughing? Or <laughs> we'll explain everything. Okay. Everything shall be explained. Okay. That's right. the goal of this podcast, which is Like Trees Walking. I'm Mike Nelson. I'm David Berge, the Reverend. And what we do here is we wrestle with the big issues of life, of the universe, of existence, of man. What is man? What is God? Is there a God? And we do it from a Christian perspective, um, uh, but we try not to take ourselves too seriously. Yes. Do we? No, no not, not one bit. And, uh, and we welcome all points of view. We think that everybody uh, has a, a worldview and it's fun if you just uh, hash them out with other people, get them out in the open, discuss them. Why do you think that way? Why do I think this way? Those are fun things, and they're fruitful. And that's where you come up with friends for life. Friends. I'm just, I'm just reading about friendship. Um, I was just uh, listening to the soundtrack to um, Miami Connection. Do you know that movie? <laughs> friends I'm... for eternity, loyalty, honesty. I'm, I'm, famili- I'm familiar with it from your work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So look that up. It has a lot to say about friendship and being ninjas and being in a rock band. Well, and there together. was also yeah, another uh, one that's not as perhaps as obscure. Um, this one's more mass culture, but there was a great the Zack Attack. Was oh, a, was a band on uh, Saved by the Bell, and it was like sort of this fantasy sequence about. It was a weird episode where it was all a fantasy sequence about sure the Saved by the Bell kids forming a band. Mm-hmm. And their hit song was called Friends Forever. Friends forever wow. till the end. Of friends forever. Yeah. So yeah. everybody had the, the sort of the Brady Bunch band of their time. Uh, the Brady Bunch had a, uh, you know, they formed a band. There was the they, Partridge family. Yeah. And they would all sing about friendship and stuff like that. Yeah, like the Partridge family was a real band, though. Well, <laughs> real in what sense? <laughs> Uh, now, hang on. Keep talking, David. I you will. Moved your, uh, oh, I moved it. Shoot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, and uh, come on, get happy. Yeah. Yeah. The the Partridge family. Yeah. Danny Bonaducci. David Cassidy. Yeah. They're a, they're a cheerful bunch. They are very cheerful. So yeah. So the Zach Attack. They had something to say about friendship too, and friends forever. But the irony was, you know, they they formed this high school band. There was a, a garage band. They got this recording contract, and they were friends. But through their fame. It was fame in this fantasy dark, this fantasy that turned dark. It was their fame that drove them apart. So it was a behind the music. It really for was the younger set. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was in kind of the mid nineties. So yeah, I'm but very, the point being, oh, sorry, that I if we this. talk about these big issues, that's how you, 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 you know, my best friends. This is what we wrestle with. Yes. And, and that I hope that this show is a little like that, where we wrestle with these big issues, um, because that's how you develop. You develop a better mind, and you develop better friends for life. That's right. You're getting beyond. We're getting beyond the surface. That's right. The small talk, the chit chat, and we shall do that today. And uh, coming up in the second half of the show, I will be putting a quiz to the pastor again. This is fall. It just became fall. The calendar flipped over to fall just uh, recently. And so we'll be doing a little quiz on that. How much do you know about fall? A lot, but you know, you say the calendar flipped to fall. Someone forgot to tell Mother Nature. It was, <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry. It was insufferably hot in the, it in, was. In the Twin Cities last. Like, just one of the most, when you're just done, 
you know when you're done with summer you're like i'm mentally emotionally yeah, right. spiritually i'm done with summer and then you get like a like i went i went out for a walk and it was like nine at night and it was 84 degrees in humid yeah, outside and i'm like nasty. just kill me yeah Ugh. uh here's a uh quiz that leads up to it this is just a mini quiz complete mm-hmm. the following mm-hmm. phrases i will um if you don't like the weather around here Wait 10 minutes. Is that it? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> or wait and then, 15 minutes. And then the other one is uh, Minnesota has two seasons, winter and road construction. <laughs> oh, you got it. I'm, 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 I'm a true blue Minnesotan. You really are. But that's later in the show. Right now, we will be taking on a... A big topic. Big topic. Do we, are we going to say why we were laughing, or are we just teasing? Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because right before the episode, I um, one of my favorite segments, and I think an audience favorite segment, is uh, when I scrounge through the, the Nelson Pantry, and I find something for Dave to eat. Go ahead and put those ice cubes right in the microphone. There, there you go. <laughs> I find something. Should I chew on the <laughs> No, you yeah, okay. should 100% right. stop. not. I, do that. Okay. Uh, I find something for Dave to, uh, to eat and just do a little taste test on. And I asked him seconds, seconds before we went live. And uh, his response, could you recreate your response? I believe it was simply, no. No. I'm not going to do that. I'm good. <laughs> So there was, there was no, uh, you know, he was not game at all. There was no like, what the heck? Let's throw in and do this. Yolo. Just he, nope. He shut me down. He shut me down immediately. All right. So So, Mike, you're bringing this to the table. Um, You 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 emailed me. You said I isn't. I found this interesting. I I found this funny. Mike thought our audience. You are learned. Fun, friendly audience would yeah, enjoy yeah, thinking this, about this. This is too. a uh, imagine that we're sitting at a we're sitting at a bar and we're having beer. So this is not my this is not my a apologetics. I'm not trying to convince anyone. This is musing on something, and uh, and I want you to muse along with me and give me your thoughts. And and if it's utterly stupid and you say what is this, you know, then just blame it on the beer or whatever. <laughs> But uh, I swear there's a core of rationality to it somewhere. <laughs> and I'll explain that in a minute. This is my thought. All right. Um, and and it can be summed up by this phrase. Uh, are tigers afraid of ghosts? Are tigers afraid of ghosts? Uh-huh. Let, let me explain that. So in, in the materialistic world, in the explanation of... We've talked about this many times. Many. The so just-so stories. The... Um, why do human beings enjoy music? It seems to, it doesn't seem to promote the advancement of anything. Um, it just seems to make people bop their heads and waste a lot of time and download a lot of things and wear earbuds on buses. It doesn't, it, that in and of itself doesn't seem to convey any advantage that could be explained by getting genes into the next generation or what have you. But music makes you dance, dancing, you know, one thing leads to another. Is that one of the explanations? I don't know. I just came up. I literally just made that up right because now. Because one of the others is that, you know, it's uh, the, you know, mating calls of the the men would come up with elaborate calls, which then turned into, somehow turned into Beethoven, the end. You know, that's that's how these stories always work. Dun, 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 dun. Come here, baby. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Right. A fifth of Beethoven has... You can see that. You can see, the ma- you can see oh, that yeah. being a mating call. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so similarly, 
uh, I noted to myself that it seems to me that human beings are the only species that we could know of that are sort of focused on the idea of there being um, ghosts or spirits or the numinous, mm-hmm. as, uh, as C.S. Lewis calls it, and the only ones who would be afraid of them. Am I wrong in this? And, and maybe I'm wrong. First, let's stop there. I could be wrong. I mean, are, are we the grasshoppers only species afraid are... of ghosts? Do they have, are there grasshopper ghosts? And would a, would a grasshopper ask... be afraid of a human ghost? And would a, and vice versa? Or like a grasshopper ghost. Yeah, right. Would they see grasshopper ghosts and be afraid of those? That's my question. <laughs> but, to, but no, but it's deeper than that. So, so it goes a little farther than that. So the point being that I've heard this explanation in, I don't know, I can't, I don't, I'm not citing it here, but probably others have heard this too, is that, uh, you know, this is some, uh, an advanced human trait that we have to think that we have a soul and somehow this advances us. And so we believe in ghosts because it conveys some, ad- I, I don't know, I, I don't really know how it plays out. What's the survival because we're, of ghosts? Because we're social creatures, um, we desire to think of ourselves as living beyond ourselves. Something, I don't know. So we project, uh, let's, I'll maybe try to fill in the blanks there. We, yeah, please we, do. We, we're social beings and that helps us survive. So we project personality out there onto exactly. everything in the world. And one, we can even, we're so... A maybe side effect of that is we can even project personalities out on that aren't even there, right. and that's what we call ghosts or spirits or right. Or we know. see these personalities in places that they don't exist because we're used to seeing the shape of other people's personalities. We're used to making sense of things we don't understand and shaping them into ways we can understand. Yes. So that would lead to my next question: Bees are extremely social creatures. Are they seeing ghosts all the time? Are they projecting ghosts out into the... And, I mean, tigers are social in their own way in that they have to... They tend to be more lone hunters, but they obviously have to come together for mating and things like that, and they become social. So, which leads to my question, are tigers afraid of ghosts? (laughs) Dave, (laughs) have another beer and give me your thoughts. Well, Mike, uh, no, this is um, like... Is it a different kind of sociality so that human beings have a concept of mind and personality, you know, beyond sort of a mere, like, instinctual, you know, sort of sociality? I I guess, like, I I think even if you think about sort of higher order primates or something like that, you know, uh, 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 chimps are really social, right? Like, various primate groups are extremely social. Do they see ghosts? Do they believe in ghosts? Are they afraid of ghosts? Because, I mean, they're... Very smart, right? Yeah. They're really intelligent. They have emotions, right? Yeah. Elephants, too. How oh, elephants have such emotions? I guess... They mourn for so long. I assume we're all seeing the point here. The point is, <laughs> from a, a materialistic point of view, how does one explain that? Wouldn't one expect to see? I'm not looking for the answer. This is, this is me being a little coy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't one expect to see this behavior in other things of the thousands of social species on Earth? Or could it be explained by the simple fact, from the Christian point of view, that we are a special kind of creature, and therefore uh, the spirit world is available to us in a way that it is not available to other creatures? Is that possible? 
That is my point. That in materialism, if it were true, you could expect to see other creatures who are social, if this worked, in order for bees to advance themselves into the next generation, then they too would find uh, ghosts, the shaping of uh, bee ghosts as a helpful adaptation for them. And they would be seeing ghosts and they would have bee ghost stories, which obviously we couldn't interpret, but maybe that's they what, are that's dancing those, dan- those little bee dances. That's what are, some of those, da- they're st- that's what scary some of those dances are. It's like, and then there was, and there was a tiny mite jumping on the bottom of my bed exactly. and knocking into it. Right. And that scared the stripes off me. I'm telling you, man. Uh, so that's my point, and that's why I think you would expect to see it in other places if materialism went through. If materialism were the explanation for everything, then I would just expect to see it. And so not seeing it makes me—it just throws a wrench in the idea that materialism can explain everything. Or, or what's the comeback? That maybe there's another just-so explanation for why we see ghosts, and it has nothing to do with our sociality. It has something to do with— I don't know. All right. Well, then what is that trait that is only singular to man? What could that be that that man has that no other creature has? Because whatever trait you come up with, could we not say we expect to see that in creatures that share? Opposable thumbs? It's the thumbs that make us see goats. (laughs) It's the thumbs that make us see goats, Mike. Oh, maybe... The ghosts are actually when we had prehensile tails and then we lost them. We still long for our tails and we, we think of our tails as other things, creatures out there. Huh? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's an explanation. It is. It is. Uh, or, well, I, I don't know. That's how these things work. All you have to do is come up with an explanation and it's accepted as science. That's that's my point. Yes. Oh, this is a this is a good barstool conversation, Mike pulling up. Um, um, so I'm going to try to summarize what you've said. Is that human beings? We seem to be. We seem to be. We seem to be the only um, creatures, species that are that are afraid of ghosts. Yes. Um, I, I know of that was why I paused to wait for stories. I have heard of none. You, I don't know if you know of any. <laughs> Bears that are afraid of ghosts, please we, tell us. And what kind of ghosts would they be afraid? Would it be bear? I mean, yeah, you think yeah, well, it would that's be the other ghosts. Yeah, would they be afraid of? They can't tell us. That's the problem. Because in our, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just you're you were doing a good job of summing up, but I just want to point out again that in in our mythology, you go to the the, the you know the old Civil War home that's supposedly haunted. You you don't see. You generally don't see a cat ghost, or you generally don't see a dust mite ghost, right? No, you're not like, no, no. oh my god! And then I turned my pillow over, <laughs> and there was a haunting figure of a dust mite, but he wasn't actually there. And then he disappeared, right? You, you're not afraid of the ghosts of the lesser animals. You it's are, people ghosts. People you are ghosts afraid are... of people ghosts, and just the fact that a people ghost exists makes you afraid, which is also. I mean, as far as I know, nobody's ever been stabbed by a ghost. I, I don't. Uh, I mean, there are movies, but I've never, I've never actually heard an encounter. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. That was a ghost that sneezing. No, that Dave didn't that actually a real, sneeze. A real sneeze. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So ghosts. So, all right. So that's the point. Yes. So ghosts, human beings, afraid of human ghosts. We appear to be the only species that does that. Why? Why? Why are we the only species who are afraid of that? A plausible explanation that we came up as sort of what we would see as the 
or you would propose as the materialist understanding of saying, where did this emerge from? You know, where in our, um, in our past, uh, did this emerge from uh, the mists of the evolutionary past? Where did this come from? Well, somehow our ability to project personality out or, or so, uh, in our social nature as creatures, um, convert a, conferred a survival advantage. So this just happens to be sort of a, a, a glitch that we picked up because of this. But, Mike, you're saying, well, there's tons of other social creatures. Um, yes. From the low, in, lowly insect, you know, the lowly bee to the, you know, noble, majestic chimp, uh, that there is uh, there's a huge uh, array of social creatures in uh, in nature, and wouldn't you think that some of these would be afraid of ghosts? That ghosts would be a part of their um, mental you know furniture um, as well as human beings. And so the fact that we don't see them being afraid of ghosts maybe speaks against something even more unique about human beings. That there's an access potentially an access to a spirit realm. Uh, uh, that's real that comes from being created in the image and likeness of God, right? Yes. Did I sum I that up? You well? have summed it correctly. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is is our problem though just that we can't like? How would we know if a dog saw a ghost? You get those ghost hunter guys on it. You go out. You put up one of those you know nighttime cameras where you, they see tigers stalking their prey through the woods, and then if you see a tiger, just suddenly stop. And look at a spot in front of them where there's seemingly nothing. Then you would check for that phantom energy stuff, and then you and then if he turns tail and runs, that means he saw his dead ancestor tiger. There's ectoplasm. And there's, there's a little. And there's what are the when you go into a room and you just press play on a tape recorder, uh, the the vocal phenomenon, you know, where you just listen all night. This is just from the ghost hunter perspective. Okay. There's nothing. <laughs> I'm not subscribing to this. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. And then uh, eventually you'll hear you'll hear vocalizations if you're in a haunted house. Yeah. Which is it's strange because it seems to always be on like somebody's old tape recorder where it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> if you use some modern equipment. But yeah, that this is a common thing and then you you hear these little screeching vocalizations. So you should be hearing those from other creatures is is my point if this followed through. Are tigers afraid of ghosts? Yep, that's my question. It appears not. <laughs> yes. Ergo, God. Boom. Is, yes. <laughs> Done. And can I get another round for I'm everyone? <laughs> I think we're all agreed on that. I'm in. <laughs> Richard, Richard Dawkins will yeah, be coming defeated. to church. He'll be coming to church on Sunday. We would welcome him, though. Of course we would We would welcome him. him. I'd get up and debate him immediately. I would lose, and then I would go home and think about tigers. Um, no, <laughs> but seeing I, ghosts. But uh, thank you for entertaining that. I believe there's something there for greater minds than mine, and I believe that our audience it's, is a greater mind than full mine. Of even, it's full of great minds. <laughs> so I'd like you to either refine that one or spike it would be my would be my. Uh, so, folks, the, quest- the question that we're going to leave you with for you, the audience, is Mike... Onto something or on something with his <laughs> do tigers see ghost analogy? Onto something or on something? I'm, you let us know. I fully accept your answer. I will take it. <laughs> so let's uh, let's do that in another uh, in an episode uh, in the future. We'll get uh, we will we'll get we, some feedback. We'll get the feedback. We will we will um, we will share listener feedback. So that's a that's a department you could help us with. Wow, we just discovered a way to interact with our audience. Exactly. 
I love it. So yeah, tweet at us. Yeah. Yeah. And email Dave at his personal home address. <laughs> my personal home email address. Um, but before we, we're going to go to a little break and then we'll come back with a quiz for Dave. But I just want to, Dave, to let you know that right behind you, there's the spirit of a person who used to live in this basement. So we'll be back after this. Yes, everyone, it's, uh, it's me. And this is, you'll be surprised to know, to find out, that this is the last episode of season two. And so we would really like to do a third season. And so um, the way that you can make a third season happen. So um, we're in negotiations right now with the podcast network. And so in order for us to get a new season, we have to get, a th- I'm lying, I can't keep lying. Um, <laughs> just please, it would, do, it would be really nice if you would go and rate us and review us on iTunes if you would click subscribe. Uh, we, we would just like that. We'll, we'll keep doing these uh, no matter what. But, uh, but uh, the new season is coming. This is the last episode. So, uh, and uh, we do solicit your feedback. So um, uh, uh, you can give us those uh, via Twitter. There's at LTWPod. There's at David underscore Burger. There's at Michael J. Nelson. Uh, and let us know on, on something or uh, onto something. And uh, yeah, we look forward to um, uh, interacting with you guys. And let's get back to the podcast. And we are back. This is still like trees walking. We have kept our continuity. We have not changed since that little break. Mike, your cells are like 50% different. Since. I know. So are you still you? How do we explain this? Ooh, that's a good, that, uh, that's another pod top. Right. The old analogy. If you the take, ship of. If you take the car and then you strip away the bumper and you put in a new bumper and then eventually. Theseus' these, these ship. I prefer the car. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is uh, Like Trees Walking. We're back. We talked about my crazy idea where you get to decide. Well, yeah, you get to decide whether or not. You get to decide what you think of it. Yeah. Yeah, which I like. Yeah. Um, But throw it out to other people and uh, see what they think. (laughs) Workshop and workshop. And you can always blame Mike for the idea when they're like, that's crazy talk. You can go, well, I'm telling you, man. I'm gonna develop this idea, and it's gonna it's gonna go to the top. I'm gonna write a book on so, this. This, is, this deserves a book length treatment. It does, certainly, it does. certainly. It's my. I have many musings like this. I think they're worth something in the aggregate, not at all by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll appreciate your feedback on that. But let's get to it. Let's put the pastor. Uh, let's put him in the dock, as they say in uh, the place across the pond. With a fall quiz. It is now fall. It is. The season, oh, Mike, what's your, uh, before we go into this quiz, I think the people want to know, what's your th- what are your thoughts on pu- the pumpkin spice phenomenon? Uh, Do you have any? You'll be surprised to learn. I have never, I don't think I've had a pumpkin spiced product. Um, I'm, I'm sort of, I mean, I'm, I'm repelled by the idea that everything has to be pumpkin spiced. Just, I think everyone is on sort of a general, but I, but I don't have any thoughts about the pumpkin spice itself. So you've never had a pumpkin spice latte? No. 
I don't drink a latte. I'm do not you a, drink lattes? Ever? No. What, what do Why? I look like? What kind of a freak do you think you, I am? Uh, lattes are delicious, Mike. What? No, it's a malt with that. It's a pretend malt for fake adults. No, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. These are pumpkin lies. spice latte. But just yeah, I'm not even saying hey, a pumpkin hey, spice. I'll, not I'll even a my, latte, Mike. No, not even a latte. I'll get my 40 grams of corn syrup elsewhere. Listen, Thank you very all right, much. Listen, you know, don't listen to Mike. <laughs> Uh, lattes are delicious. Fine. What, what, what is your stance on the pumpkin spice thing? I think that it's, um, I take the, uh, I've, so this might surprise you. I've come around to a contrarian view, which is, um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting all over me for? <laughs> so no, but my, my view is that it's become so dis- popular to disdain pumpkin spice that i've re-embraced oh, oh it. it's turned you back around oh, it's turned me all it's kind of like uh, a, a guy who claims to really love marshmallow peeps or something <laughs> you know like look everybody's hating on these things for too long i love them they're the best is that kind of yeah your stance yeah it yeah i more or less i like it i mean everybody has to stake out their own territory yeah so that it's it, like and so i say pumpkin let's pumpkin up everything like okay. let's Pumpkin spice bread, pumpkin spice lunch meat, you know, just whatever. Are you going, now you're a big fan of cronuts and, uh, oh, love and pretzel buns? Yep, <laughs> yep, okay. yep, yep. So, so you just wait, you wait the appropriate amount of time until the hate has developed, and then you, then you take the view that, no, no, you're missing out. Yeah. I like it. There's a lot of opportunities to do that in the marketing <laughs> world, so the field is wide open for anyone who wants to embrace that. All right, uh, this is the fall quiz. We'll see how much you know about the season of fall. Mm. Please play along with the pastor. What is the biggest factor in determining what color a tree's leaves will be? Would that be the species of trees, how late it is in the season, nutrients in the soil, or the amount of sun the tree gets? Uh, It's going to be the amount of sun that it gets. The amount of sun, he says. And the answer is wrong. Many factors determine, but the species of the tree is the basic thing. Oh. What is the pigment that gives orangey leaves their color? Is it chlorophyll? Is it melanin? Is it carotene? Or is it bilirubin? <laughs> is it that? I would discount the human melanin. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not melanin. What was my first option? Chlorophyll, melanin, carotene, or carotene, carotene. I believe that is correct. Carotene. Yes. The one that gives carrots. Beta beta carotene. Oh, next question. Physically speaking, what causes leaves to fall from the trees? Is it ghosts? No, that is not actually. (laughs) Cold weather, which causes the leaves to die and fall. Their veins close up, cutting off nutrient and water supplies. Insects cut the leaves from the branches. A chemical is released through the tree's sap, which breaks down the leaves' stems. Uh, um, oh, it's physically speaking. Why? Physically so speaking. So it's not, not metaphysically or emotionally. <laughs> emotionally speaking. They get sad that summer yeah, is over. Just, I was having such a good time. It's something in the sap. It's got to be in the sap. So a chemical is released through the tree's sap? That's probably the veins close off. Wrong. The leaves have a biological response to shorter days where cells grow at the base of the leaves, cutting out the flow of nutrients. So it was the vein one? Yes. Dang it, I knew it. This is a a good one. And if you get this wrong, shame on you, sir. At what time of day is it legal to burn leaves in Ontario? (laughs) 
It's a trick question. It's never From illegal. two hours before sunset until two hours after sunrise, between the hours of 8 and 11 p.m., between the hours of 6 and 10 a.m., or D, never. Never. Never, Mike. Wrong. It is legal to burn leaves no sooner than two hours before sunset in Ontario. All right. Um, I think this is a Canadian quiz. They won't all be that. If you experience fall allergies, what are you most likely reacting to? And there's a picture on this quiz of a man sneezing, if uh, that's any help I did you. just sneeze recently. Yeah, you did. Okay, so is it ragweed, dust, pumpkins, or hay? Uh, ragweed. I believe that is correct. And it is. Autumn sneezes. Blame ragweed. You're, what you're is right. ragweed? It's that sneeze causer. I just hate it. Keeps causing them sneezes. Ugh. Uh, on what date does fall officially end? Would that be November 6, November 14, December 2, or 21 December? 21 December. Is correct. Yes. Oh, next question. I think it's almost done. In the... Minnesota, it ends. And that's no... A lot. Someone forgot to tell Mother... <laughs> oh, God. Can I use that twice oh, in one episode? Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Cut his mic. The fall equinox occurs when the sun crosses the Earth's equator. What does the term equinox mean? Does it mean day, equal season, equal time, equal climate, equal night? Equal what? Equal what is not one of our <laughs> No, no, what were options? Equal season, equal time, equal climate, equal night. Equal season? Afraid that is wrong. Knox night. Oh, I night. thought I thought that was too like too on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Fall is the season of the harvest. A word that comes from the Norse word "haust." What does "haust" translate to? I'm putting that Nordic pronunciation okay. on there. I don't know what it is. To pluck, to eat, plentiful, or to fatten. To, to pluck. Haust. Correct. Haust that pumpkin. Uh, you're doing well. You're doing well. We're almost done. Two more. In the fall, monarch butterflies fly to fly south to Mexico around 4,000 kilometers. How fast can they fly? Up to 6 kilometers per hour, up to 12 kilometers, up to 18, up to 35. Yeah, I don't even know what a kilometer is. Uh, <laughs> 18? <laughs> 18 kilometers. Correct. Yeah. That's good. And (laughs) what was the burning season in Ontario? Come on. All right. I think this is the final one. Fall is also the season of daylight savings times. Oh, yes, it is. When we set our clocks back an hour and get an extra hour of sleep. A report from the New England Journal of Medicine found that what tends to happen after we turn... Found that what? Ah. Ah. Found that... What tends to happen after we turn back the clock? There are more car crashes. People are early for work. The rate of heart attack falls. People eat more healthy foods. <laughs> I definitely know it's not the last one. Uh, more car accidents, let's say. I believe that's true. Let me see. Wrong. What? What? It doesn't, doesn't give you the right answer. It just says that What's wrong. the right? We'll go back somehow. We need to I get the right answer. It's just... just uh, what do you think it is? Oh, okay. Show me my score. All right, now it should show. Okay, let me see. What did I get, by the way? Um, it's 
calculating now. It's very difficult. It's very slow. This is it's Canadian, so it has to go all the way up to Ontario <laughs> and, and come back. Um, it's just showing you that you were wrong on those ones. It's not. It's not giving the right, the right answer? answer. Yeah. So I think you got. I don't know. You got. Like I feel like six, that was right. right. Maybe it's when daylight saving time starts that there's more that could car be. accidents. That could be. Or I feel like there's more work act. You know, like anytime you're messing people's sleep patterns, that there's going to be more accidents. I feel like that should be another uh, segment of what we feel about daylight savings time. Oh, I, oh, oh. I, I have. Or did we do that? No, we haven't. Because I have many thoughts on oh. that, and none of them. I have lots are, of thoughts too. None of them are positive. Wow. I'm a ball of rage about daylight savings. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Well, we can do a debate. I'll defend daylight saving time. Oh, you uh, really? Yes. What the? Don't do. We'll we'll save this for another uh, department. I can't. This this podcast is over. I'm sorry <laughs> you had to see, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the dissolution of like trees walking. But there won't be. A this is a schism that cannot be. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you got something out of this. At, at the very least, you get to mock me for my ideas. And uh, you get to mock the pastor for his inability to comprehend fall in any way. But we'll be back (laughs) with another Like Trees Walking soon. So long.